the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. As the election nears now, Republicans seem to be gaining a lot of momentum. Most polls do indicate the GOP will take back the House and probably the Senate as well, though by a narrow margin. Florida Republican Senator Rick Scott. This election is about the Biden agenda. People don't like high inflation, high crime, open borders, fentanyl. That's what we're talking about. And he says he remains optimistic. We have great candidates. People are showing up to vote. There's no energy on the Democrat side. Senator Scott was appearing Sunday on NBC's Meet the Press. Elsewhere, former President Donald Trump stumping in Miami, that after appearing at a rally uh, Saturday in Pennsylvania. And as voters decide who will stick with either President Biden or go with the GOP, Biden campaign remains in big trouble. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka wants answers from Twitter. Elon, what are you doing? Are you serious? About making this a balanced platform that doesn't have censorship of people who disagree politically with the DNC? Because if this is your idea of being fair, of being balanced, you've already failed. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. The Victory Hour with Andrew Parker on the way here on AM 1280, The Patriot. As we head on into the evening here, should be 51 for a high over the next hour or so. Then clear, 30 the overnight low. And for tomorrow, mostly sunny, 44 the expected high. By Tuesday, showers likely, 54 the expected high. This is AM 1280, com. AM 1280, The Patriot. I grew up in Gary, Indiana, one of the poorest cities in the nation. My parents decided to move to Minnesota to find better opportunities, and Minnesota was able to provide them. I want everyone in the state of Minnesota to have the same opportunities we were given, and that's why I'm running for Minnesota State Senate. My name is Jim Bean III. I am a father, I am a husband, I am a community member, and I am an advocate and voice for everyday Minnesotans. Prepared and paid for by the committee to elect Jim Bean III. Jesus said, Blessed are the persecuted for righteousness' sake, and I can assure you they are suffering big time right now. Hey, it's Michael Woolworth with Bible League International. As you know, I travel the world on behalf of Bible League, and I meet these heroes of the faith. I find that persecuted believers show two characteristics. Number one, they love their enemies. They don't hate those that persecute them. They want to see them come to a saving grace in Jesus Christ. And then secondly, they count it all joy to suffer for the Lord Jesus. I mean, that's the kind of work that I want to support, and I'm so grateful that you're doing that right now. We want to 
put the Bible into the hands and hearts of 1,600 Bibleist persecuted believers who are praying for God's Word right now. Thank you to Mark of St. Paul, Barbara of Minneapolis, John of Brooklyn Center, and many others getting involved as Bible senders. You know, time is running out, but at $5 a Bible, you know, if we saw several dozen of you right now make your most generous gift, we would be at goal. Pray about it and then call 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD. 800-YES-WORD or give at am980themission.com. And God bless you for caring. GodTube.com. Inspiration, comedy, music, faith, and fun. Get the best of GodTube every morning and start your day with a smile. Great faith-based videos sent to your inbox daily when you subscribe at GodTube.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Are you or a loved one struggling with drug or alcohol use? Maybe you're not sure if it's addiction or if treatment's needed. If so, you're not alone. According to the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, 19.3 million people aged 18 or older had a substance use disorder in the past year. Hazelden Betty Ford offers a free confidential assessment. Inpatient, outpatient, and virtual options are available. It's time to take back your life. Hazelden Betty Ford can help. This message sponsored by Hazelden Betty Ford, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and the state. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division. And school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Minnesota. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections. It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. And what does that mean? It means it's the best hour in radio of the week. Is it just another Sunday? No. No, it truly isn't. We are two days away from a midterm election in the United States with the U.S. House of Representatives and the United States Senate in the balance. And in addition, just this past week, Israel went to the polls and had an election. There's no hue and cry of election fraud or election integrity problems. They don't use the Dominion electronic voting systems there. Those are two facts. One, no integrity issues. Two, no Dominion use. The two may not go together, but... Some in this country have argued that they do. We're going to talk about the upcoming election and uh, the last segment or two of the show, I will do the predictions segment. 
regarding the upcoming elections here in the United States and look at a number of races. You've been hearing a lot about that from the talking heads out there. I might give you a little bit of info that you haven't heard about, however. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Prior to that, we're going to talk about the recap of the Israeli elections. Uh, Probably the most consequential elections in Israel, well, certainly in a number of decades. Uh, it, uh, it is going to be quite a bit different than the past several years, arguably the last few decades. And maybe back to uh, times of Menachem Begin and the Likud uh, control of the Knesset at that time. We're going to talk about that. I'm sure that that segment you will learn some things you have not heard uh, thus far. But to begin with this week on the Victory Hour, I want to talk about wokeism and the impact that this upcoming election may have on wokeism. Have people awaken to the reality of the woke culture, the woke shift in U.S policy and politics have people awoken to reject wokeism is the woke insanity showing signs of weakening of retreating are the everyday john q public uh, awakening to the fact that this isn't the kind of culture that we want. And what am I talking about when I talk about wokeism? What are the sorts of things that have been pushed by the woke elite, starting with Barack Obama, who tilled the soil to create fertile ground for the woke culture to develop and to become strong, strong enough to take on the center of the Democratic Party and to move the center of the party toward the woke culture. And that culture is a culture of identity politics. You know, you hear the phrase identity politics. What is meant by identity politics? That is where people's character, who they are, their foundation is wrapped up in their identity, i.e. what they look like. So if you are a black American, you are this kind. You should vote this way. You should think that way. If you're a Jewish American, something different. If you're Hispanic, something different. If you're Asian, something different. If you're LGBTQ, something different. And... It is defined based upon those characteristics. Mainly, not always, but mainly what you look like. Or what your culture is. Not by you as an individual. And so identity politics has taken over. And it has become the driving force of policy in many respects. And that is dangerous. And it is 
discriminatory in many ways or certainly biased in a ignorant sort of way. Wokeism also, it's all about cancel culture. It's about silencing opinion by screaming louder or yelling the phrase or term disinformation or misinformation. Oh, no, that statement, that's misinformation. Why? Well, I disagree with it. You know, I've got some facts over here that show that's, that, that's wrong. That's not true. I don't care about the facts that you have to show that your position isn't wrong. It's true. It used to be that you could have a debate. You know, Ronald Reagan and Tip O'Neill could have a debate because they disagree vociferously about how to take care of the poor, what sort of welfare programs work and what don't work, what can the government do and not do well. And now there, there isn't debate. Why? Because I've got the hammer, I've got the power, I've got the authority, therefore you shut up. Silence! You, <laughs> you canceled. You, disinformation, misinformation, and now they've ratcheted it up even further to say you're an insurrectionist. I know you weren't at January 6th, you weren't even in D.C., but you're an insurrectionist nonetheless. Because you are taking the position, a position counter to our position, one that you may have facts to support, but so do we, and we're not going to debate it, we're just canceling you. You're out. Not only that, your comments are not just misinformation, disinformation, but they're also anti-democratic. You are the threat to the democracy because you take Republican positions or conservative positions. That's what it's come to. It's outrageous. And, and this past week, Joe Biden kind of encapsulated all of that woke culture thinking, the craziness, the insanity that has taken over the Democratic Party now. Now, they can turn it back, and hopefully they will. But for now, it has taken over the Democratic Party, and you can see it in the way that they are carrying on their election campaigns. Uh, Joe Biden encapsulated all of this with the phrase, what, mega, mega Republicans. Mega, mega Republicans. So presumably that would be all the Trump supporters. There's about 70 plus million at least. And all of them are attacking our republic. That is the phrase, attacking and destroying our democracy. So he's basically saying, you know, the hardworking people that are sick and tired of politicians telling them one thing, doing another, enacting policies that hurts them while they tell them that they're helping them, they woke up and they say, we're done with you. 
We're working. We're not sitting at home on the dole. We're not taking government money. We're out there working day in and day out to continue to build this country, to create GDP. And our voice is going to be heard. Joe Biden says, oh, no, misinformation, racist theories and themes, destruction to democracy and the republic. That's what mega, mega Republicans are all about. It is so divisive and it is so insulting, but most of all, it is so hypocritical. And on the other side of this short break, we're going to talk about the hypocrisy. Because who really is a threat to this democracy? Maybe it's the ones that are canceling. Maybe it's Audi and Volkswagen that pulled their advertising from Elon Musk because he's a champion of the First Amendment. (gasps) I mean, they don't even disagree with one another. All right, we have to take a break. I could talk right through this break. I probably will. You won't hear me, but I'll continue to roll. While on this break, go to parkerdk.com. I'm fired up today. 651-289-4488. Give us a call. Join into the fiery debate. 651-289-4488. We won't cancel you. No, bring it on. We'll be right back. Come on, man. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. First, the counsel. Go to MyPillow.com and take a look at the outstanding extended product line that they have. We're talking top quality products. How do I know? Because I have them. Slippers and slip-ons, robes, towel sets, throw blankets and loungewear. All best in class. And when you're done taking care of yourself... Take care of the dogs, too. They have outstanding dog beds. Now for the winning results. Results happen once you order. So pick up your number two pencil and your yellow pad and jot this down. 1-800-334-8902. That's 1-800-334-8902. Or go to MyPillow.com. Place your complete order. And with the offer code VICTORY, you get up to 66% off. That's right, Victory for 66% off. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, Midterm Projections. Here's what Newt said last night. The two most successful models, they use historic data. Both of them came in about the same number. They predict 44 to 46 seat gain by the Republicans in the House. Remember, when you get out of California... The Republican generic advantage is enormous. And in fact, in the swing states, even the Washington Post last week reported the Republicans are ahead something like 57 to 35 in the swing districts. What's your Senate prediction? Uh, Plus three to plus seven on the Senate, plus 20 to plus 50 in the House. And I hope he's right because it's our only chance to get this country back. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts. And search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. A record of success second to none. Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, the numbers tell the story. The last five cases our lawyers have brought to trial 
have resulted in million and multi-million dollar verdicts for our plaintiff clients and zero defense verdicts for our defense clients. Put simply, we try cases and we win cases. Hi, I'm Andrew Parker. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, we take our work personally and we go the extra mile. That is why some of the biggest law firms, locally and nationally, send cases to us to handle when they can't. If you have a challenging and critically important business or personal legal dispute that must be favorably resolved, whether regarding a contract matter, a business divorce, a real estate dispute, an employment dispute, a civil rights or defamation matter, plain talk if it's a big deal, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back from that short break. We're jumping right in. All right, so wokeism, identity politics, cancel culture, silencing opinion, destruction of the First Amendment. That's wokeism. In addition, rewriting language, the doublespeak that comes out of the language. This means, uh, you know, up means down, down means up. Uh, you know, male is woman, a woman is a man. Wokeism, systemic racism. The United States is systemically racist, and if you see a cop on the street, you damn well know they're racist. Systemic racism, that's wokeism right there. It's, it's a mantra of it. In fact, no matter what you say as a Republican, if that's what you are, you're wearing a red hat, you're a racist. Donald Trump is a racist. There was, by the way, no support for that. That is bull. The one thing that he said that somebody could scream about as being racist and there'd be an argument about it is that a judge who was Mexican had bias toward uh, uh, a position that related to that. Listen, arguably, everybody has bias uh, depending on who they are. In fact, the woke community believes what they believe because of that bias. They believe only blacks can understand the, the, the trauma that the African-American has had in the United States. And that may well be true. But the fact is, that is bias. And you could run down the list of minorities. Only if you are that identity can you understand others who are that identity. Nobody who is not that identity, uh, who is not that identity, could understand those people. Can't do it. So you're not in the group. Beyond systemic racism and the mantra that has just divided and polarized this country horrifically, starting with Barack Obama and now running uh, in, in a crescendo manner in the Democratic Party with this uh, the woke squad and all those that support them, including the president. You can see it. You ain't black. What about the edu- Yes. What about the education uh, rewrite? Our curriculum's rewritten. Indoctrination is now what it's about. Basically dousing the flag in gasoline and lighting it. That's what we're teaching. Not, uh, you know, figuratively. Not literally. But figuratively, that's what we're teaching. So... The claim now by the Democrats, because they don't have any other argument, and I don't need to run down because you hear it every single day, 
the direction that this country is going in. It's the worst policy uh, panoply that we have ever seen by any administration uh, in my lifetime, for sure. You know, I think Obama was the worst president, and I think he still holds that mantle. And I'm happy to argue that with anyone. Uh, And I was hopeful that he would be successful. But I think Joe Biden on policy, just as Donald Trump was perhaps the best, Joe Biden is perhaps the worst. But I'm not going to go through all of those things. Suffice it to say that the claims have now become attacks on Republicans, not related to policy, but related to the fact that the Republican Party is destroying this democracy, when in fact the hypocrisy of that statement is just palpable. I mean, you can feel it. It's so obvious. Because it's the Democrats who shut people down, who cancel them, who deplatform them, who, who identify them simply based upon what they look like or what they wear or their gender. Identity politics. These sorts of things can destroy. And yes, insurrection, if that's what it was, uh, at the state ca- or the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, criminal conduct moves into our justice system, and the justice system works. To make it bigger than that, like, oh, the country's coming to an end, is an outrage. I mean, it, it just isn't coming to an end. At all. And it was not the Republican Party that either created that or cheered it on. The party did not do that and has decried the conduct as the Democratic Party has. 70 plus million who voted for Donald J. Trump are now Nazis. Been many comparisons like that. They're radicals. They threaten our democracy. Not a joke. But if you look at the Republican Party, it's, I mean, it, that demagoguery is so ridiculous. The Republican Party is stronger than ever. They have the most diverse candidates ever in the history of the Republican Party. They have more voters than ever in its history. They are putting into office those that previously were not voting for Republicans. Now they're voting broad tent. Why? Because their policies work. Why? Because Donald Trump is the worst problem for the Democrats. Because he instituted policies that worked. And they worked for minority communities. And those minority communities said, Whoa, I can't ignore this. This is actually working. Dems, I want to keep voting for you. What do you got? Have you, you know, oh, now you're in power and, you know, we're getting our head beat in again. That's why votes are moving. And that's what democracy is about. That's not the end of democracy. Couldn't be any different.
I want to talk for a minute, just a minute, about election integrity. Uh, and I'm going to go to Dan in a minute, uh, calling, where's Dan? He's in uh, Hopkins. Yeah, he's in Hopkins. Uh, in a minute, I'm going to go to Dan. But, you know, just to, to set this up, uh, listen, I do not agree with uh, people saying, well, before an election, that this election is going to be stolen anyway, and therefore, if we lose, we're going to dispute it. I mean, that's not healthy. But the reality is we use computers and they can be hacked and it isn't difficult. So just as a federal court judge in the United States here down in Georgia stated, it's not a matter of if such hacking is going to occur, it's when. That's a federal court judge after hearing days of testimony, writing a hundred and some page opinion. And she was a liber- she's a liberal judge. So this idea that computers and voting go together, and this is the only way that we can do elections in the United States, is, you know, it's dangerous because people simply don't believe in it. And whoever loses doesn't believe in it. Remember, and do not forget this, and you don't have to do a lot of research to find it. It's out there like in a New York second. And that is in 2016 and 2018 and for many years before, the Democrats were pounding the table against these electronic voting companies and the electronic voting machines. Hillary Clinton, Kamala Harris, Ron Wyden, the senator uh, out on the West Coast there in what, Washington or Oregon? I think he's Washington. Uh, you know, you, and, and many, many more. Watch the, uh, the HBO special, which was on a number of years ago, called Kill Chain. A number of Democrats and a number of, uh, you know, liberal groups put that on about electronic voting systems. Now, all of a sudden, if you bring up an objection to electronic voting systems, uh, you know, you're an insurrectionist. You're, you're, a, uh, you're, you're trying to destroy the democracy. It's hypocrisy is what it is. And then they make up these rules. I hope, Dan, you can stay on when we come on the other side of the break. I'll get you on about election integrity. Then they make up these rules. And they don't follow. Legislatures pass rules, which is what the Constitution calls for. The states establish election rules. And then they don't follow them. Like in Pennsylvania, you have to date your vote. Well, that seems to make sense. What if you're packing in votes after election uh, cutoff. Can't do that. That's not fair to both sides. So you got to date your ballot. No, they're saying in Pennsylvania, ah, we're going to count them anyway. Even though the law specifically says it. And now that issue is stayed. It's up in the air. And so whoever wins in Pennsylvania this uh, in two days... There's going to be court challenges because it's going to be close. 
it's it is a system fraught with complication and worse yet a lack of confidence and if there's anything is more important i don't know what it would be in terms of voter confidence Easily be accomplished with a computer. AM 1280, The Patriot. The best way to get a good night's sleep is having a good pillow. One that won't go flat. One that you can wash and dry as many times as you want, and it maintains its shape. One that is made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Well, there's one place and only one place where you can get all of that, and that's from the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, the creator of the best pillow that revolutionized the sleep industry. Mike is offering his premium my pillows for his lowest price ever right now. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for $29.98. That's a $40 savings. King pillows are only $5 more. How do you order? Call 1 800 334 8902. That's 1 800 334 8902. Or go to mypillow.com and use the discount code. Victory. That's right. Discount code VICTORY for this special offer. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Local Business Owner, do you get calls from multiple digital marketing firms trying to sell you the quick fix to your marketing challenges? Maybe you've bought the latest tactic that some hotshot sold you and you're wondering where your results are. The problem is you know you need to market your business, but trusting a partner, well, that's been a challenge. Our solution for many local business owners is through our digital marketing solutions, Salem Surround. Salem Surround is unique because we're based on the same guiding principles that Salem Media is. We actually care about our clients and we're accountable to our results. The same care that we deliver our radio content to you is the same we do with all our digital marketing services. So reach out to us at SalemSurround.com today and we'll consult with you about your individual needs and create a customized plan to actually do what you need your investment to do. That's SalemSurround.com, a full-service digital marketing solution for your business. How about this My Pillow guy? He turns his life around, invents a product that revolutionizes the sleep industry, but that is not enough. He launches a whole store of sleep and bath-related products. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with some wise counsel and winning results. Not about the law, but rather about high-quality sleep, which translates into high-quality living. And there's nothing better for high-quality sleep than my pillow sleep goods. And I'm not just talking pillows. I've got most of the MyPillow sleep product line, from the 400 thread count bed sheets to the mattress topper to the waffle blankets, down comforters, and the sleepwear, all top quality. Go to MyPillow.com to place your order or call 1-800-334-8902. Get up to 66% off with the special offer code VICTORY. Up to 66% off on your entire order with the special offer code VICTORY. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker, and thank you once again for joining us 
this fine Sunday. Remember, replays from 6 to 7 p.m. on Freedom 1570. If you didn't catch the entire show today, you can uh, hear it again there or on podcast. Go to the Andrew Parker podcast. It loads tomorrow morning, and you will have it along with 300 others that you can sift through. Uh, We were talking very briefly about uh, election integrity, and then I want to dive into a place where, uh, you know, there are always cries of, oh, these votes were bad, those votes were bad, but we're talking about handfuls, and that's in the state of Israel. Why? Because they're, they're not using electronic voting systems the way we do here in the United States, and they have very uh, strict uh, voting system and process, one that the population has confidence in. Uh, we've got a call from Dan on line one regarding election integrity. Uh, Dan from Hopkins, thanks for joining us today on the Victory Hour. Hello, Mr. Parker. Great show as always. You're a great American and a great patriot. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I, guess I I did have the privilege to say hi to Mr. Scott Jensen, and I said, yes. what are we going to do about, has he, you know, he's at a fundraiser, so it's really difficult. He's pulled in so many directions. So sure. what, what's in place for election fraud? He said, that's a great question. That's a big problem. And then he had to run. And I thought, well, because <laughs> you know the Democrats are going to try to steal it. And uh, there's absolutely zero reason why any Minnesotans could vote for Tim Walz after the horrific Four years or six years, I guess it's well, yeah, four years. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate other, very much. Thing the, was, just one other thing. Yes. One other thing. One of, you know that Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips from uh, yes. 2000 Mules are in jail? Yes, yes. They're in jail Where as of yesterday, I think. Yes, yes, they are because right, they won't buddy. turn over. The- right, whistleblower. You know what? We lost uh, Dan there, Mr. Parker. And folks, it looks like uh, Mr. Parker has an interruption in his connection as well. Uh, we'll get back to him in just a moment. Uh, hang tight for a second here. Live radio. Mr. Parker, I got you. You're back. We're live on here. You got me. All right. <laughs> just a little interruption there. Live radio. That's Dan what we're doing. Off. We're all good. We're all good. <laughs> all right. So what I was talking about was uh, Engelbrecht and her partner are in prison. Uh, the uh, head of a Chinese company that provides uh, systems for the electronic voting companies and is involved in uh, uh, electronic uh, voting, or at least as it relates to registrations, um, uh, was uh, arrested and arrested based on information in part that involved Engelbrecht and for her not giving up her sources uh She's been uh, put in jail. Uh, she was involved in the uh, in the uh, what is it? Two thousand mules, ten thousand, a hundred thousand mules. There are a bunch of them, and uh, so some say that that had something to do with uh, to do with this. I, you know, I'm not uh, necessarily one of those. As it relates to an election integrity, uh, again, uh, I, I think the following the voter registration rules, following the state rules, and making sure that we have both Republican and Democrat uh, watching the systems, and then making sure that we have the ability through the cast vote records uh, that are maintained in each state uh, 
to do a check or a double check, if necessary, uh, I think can give us a little more confidence. The problem is that at the end of the day, uh, computers and, and voting simply don't go well together. Any cyber expert you talk to will tell you that any computer, you give me a computer, I can hack it. Any computer can be hacked, and these are not even hardened systems like the U.S. government military systems, which themselves have been hacked. So it it does give us an issue, but hopefully uh, we will get a fair enough count uh, in order to uh, have an election that uh, does some of the following, and that is shifting the United States House, shifting... Uh, the United States Senate, uh, shifting uh, governorships as well as state houses and senates and school boards, which, uh, boy, I've gotten more material. I live in Minneapolis. I've gotten more material regarding school board elections uh, this year than any year in the past. I want to turn our attention now, and thank you, Dan, for calling. Dan from Hopkins, we appreciate it, and we appreciate your consistent listening. Um, I want to turn our attention now to the Israeli elections. Uh, Israel, perhaps uh, the purest or certainly one of the purest forms of democracy in the world. Uh, They have uh, one one district, if you will, and that's the entire country. There are about 6.7 million eligible voters in the state of Israel, and about 71% of those voters cast a ballot in the recent election just a few days ago, 71%. The way that it works in Israel, and many of you probably know this, is they have 120 members of the Knesset, so it takes 61 for a coalition to be formed of 61 to form a majority, and from that coalition, a leader is selected by the coalition, not by the voters themselves. They're not voting for a prime minister. Voters vote for a party, and there are many parties, usually uh, low of 14 or 15 parties, up to 20 parties, sometimes more. Uh, And this time around, this election, uh, and, and by the way, you need to get three and a quarter percent of all the votes cast in order to get any seats, to meet the threshold to get any seats in the Knesset. So if you're a party that got 3.1 percent, you didn't make it. And Merits, which is one of the most liberal parties but has been uh, consistently in the Knesset with some seats, didn't make the threshold this time. One of the three Arab parties, yes, Arabs vote in Israel. Muslims vote in Israel if they are citizens. Any citizen votes in the state of Israel. Uh, Just as an aside, you know, I went on Wikipedia, which I don't do research on Wikipedia, but I wanted to see how it is uh, that they were reporting. And they had a question up. Do Muslims have the right to vote in Israel? Now, I was expecting to turn the page or click on the page, And uh, it would be a one-word answer, yes, because 
any Muslim who's a citizen has a right to vote. It wasn't a one-word answer. It was some lengthy discussion and description claiming that Palestinians who chose to leave the state of Israel and move to either an Arab country or to a Palestinian territory uh, are somehow Israeli citizens. They aren't. They have a right to be, and they could be, uh, if you know they jump through the hoops that are simple uh, to do. But no, they, they, if they're not, then they don't have a right to vote. Just like in this country, if you're not a citizen, you shouldn't be voting. Now, that's been called into question, unfortunately, uh, more recently. In any event, the election that just occurred uh, included 10 parties that got above the threshold. And again, you need 61. Over the, and remember, this is the fifth election that Israel has had in uh, just the last, what, four years, three and a half years. And this time around, unlike previous times, there are only four parties that are in the coalition, in what will most likely end up being the coalition. Bibi Netanyahu is the head of the largest party called Likud, it is a center-right party, uh, and uh, it, it has uh, Menachem Begin uh, comes from that party and really uh, created uh, the growth of uh, the Likud party. Uh, so 32 seats uh, were awarded based on the vote to the Likud party. 14 seats to the Religious Zionist Party, and 18 seats to the religious parties, which are made up of two parties, the Shas Party and the United Torah Judaism Party. So 18, 14, and 32 gets you to 64. 64 is like a huge majority. I mean, it was 61 just over the past uh, election and the leadership. So Bibi Netanyahu is now going to have the ability to do much more than he was able to do before. In addition, he is probably the most moderate of the group that is made up of 32 seats of his party, 32 seats of the three other parties together. While they're all three quite, you know, a, a bit different from one another, they're all uh, right-wing parties. So it is a conservative government in the state of Israel. And I believe that Bibi Netanyahu may well retain the defense ministry portfolio for himself so that if one of the coalition partners threatens not to do what Bibi believes needs to be done, he can go to a party in the opposition offer them the defense ministry to come into the government and jettison the, co the coalition partner that he currently has that is not cooperating. This is going to give him potentially additional strength, and I think he may well take that tactic. So look for some uh, positive things going on in the state of Israel where uh, we might see more peace, strength by peace. I'm going to say that again, peace by strength. And that's Bibi Netanyahu. Strength, no doubt. We'll be right back after this short break to uh, close up on 
the Israeli elections, and then to give you the predictions for two days from now. Big election coming up. Plan out your vote. Get there. Early. I was going to say early and often, but eh, only only vote once. We'll let others do, do different in that regard. We'll be right back after this short break. 651-289-4488 and go to parkerdk.com. Stay with us. AM1280, The Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. Often the size of the fish grows each time you tell the story. The roller coaster gets a little taller, and the starry night sky gets even starrier. That's because the magic of some Minnesota moments is hard to put into words. The memories that become part fact, part feeling, but 100% real. Plan your dream trip at exploreminnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, it's Keith Hittner Sr. here. Tune in on Sundays at noon for your Real Estate Chalk Talk, where we study the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Get the solid real estate facts you need from Keith Hittner Sr. and Keith Hittner Jr. of Colwell Banker Burnett and their team of experts. Tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk on AM 1280 The Patriot every Sunday at 12 noon. Brought to you by the Hittner Group, the number one Colwell Banker Group in the nation. Online at HittnerGroup.com. And tune in to Real Estate Chalk Talk every Sunday at 12 noon on AM 1280 The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. Thank you once again for joining us. We're talking politics today. And I want to remind you, every citizen over 18 years of age in the state of Israel is eligible to vote. 
Again, 6.7 million, 71% of Israelis voted in the recent election. Bibi Netanyahu was uh, elected prime minister. Uh, well, he, he is going to be given the opportunity to be prime minister by virtue of uh, the coalition makeup uh, that he is going to put together. The president gives the most likely party and leader the opportunity to spend uh, some time to put together a coalition and report back. If that coalition supports that, then uh, they select the prime minister, and that will be Bibi Netanyahu. This is perhaps the most consequential election in decades in the state of Israel, and over the last three days, you've seen little or no coverage of it. Right, you know, on election day and the day after, there certainly was coverage here in the United States. Uh, but uh, for as significant as uh, this election was, there has been very little coverage since. Some of the rules in the state of Israel, which we could learn from. Polls are open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. on uh, election day. It is a national holiday. Nobody works on election day. And that gives everyone the opportunity to go and vote if they choose to go and vote. But it's all done on Election Day because security is high, because each vote is uh, sacrosanct and it is treated as such, and because they don't announce the results that night. Now, they do exit polling and they announce results based on exit polling, but none of that is official. And it's basically to give people an idea, and uh, they've sometimes been wrong. Over the next couple of days, then, votes are counted. And it does take a couple of days. And the official results are usually not announced until Thursday, the election being on a Tuesday, Thursday or Friday of that week. And it is certified by the Central Election Committee uh, in the national government in Israel. This is a system that works, and it has worked consistently, and it has had and garnered the electorate's confidence. Let's now turn to the United States. I want to give you some predictions. Uh, First, the statistics. Uh, There are 88... U.S. Senate seats. We're going to talk about the Senate first. 88 U.S. Senate seats that are pretty much already spoken for. They lean strong, or they are likely or strongly, or they're not up for election. And there are uh, 40, let's see, uh, 92, 45 uh, Republicans and 43 Democrats, 88, 45 and 43. That leaves 12 races in doubt, in question. I believe that what is going to occur over those 12 races is going to result in 53 Republicans, 47 Democrats, when all said and done. Those 12 races are, and I'm going to split them into groups of four, three groups of four, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Arizona. 
those are, you know, the tightest races everyone's been talking about them for. And I think the Republicans are going to win three or three of the four. Uh, you know, which three of the four you could probably switch a couple off. You know, I, I wore my uh, hoodie sweatshirt today. If you're watching on Facebook, which you should do, it's that's fun. Uh, I wore my hoodie sweatshirt today in honor of John Fetterman. I think Fetterman actually is going to win in Pennsylvania. I have no trust of what happens in Pennsylvania, and that's one of the reasons uh, that that I, I, I think that. Uh, but, you know, Pennsylvania is just a, a strange state. So, you know, I think three of the four. Uh, the next grouping is uh, Florida, North Carolina, Ohio, and Connecticut is the next group of four out of this total of 12. Now, Florida, North Carolina, and Ohio are all going to go Republican. I, you know, there's, I, I think uh, we're pretty confident of that. And I think Connecticut is going to go Democrat. So I, I think that's three of four as well. But Connecticut is in the mix, which is amazing in and of itself. That's Blumenthal, the U.S. senator out there. Then the next group of four is most interesting. Wisconsin, New Hampshire, Colorado, and Washington State. The fact that Washington State, Colorado, and New Hampshire are in play is amazing in and of itself. I think we will win Wisconsin as Republicans, Ron Johnson. And I think we will win one of the other three. Maybe two, but one of the other three. So that gives two of the four. So three of four, three of four, and two of four is eight. And you add that eight to the 45 that are already there for Republicans, and it ends up at 53. And that's the number I'm, uh, I'm predicting. In terms of the House of Representatives, watch for 248 Republican seats. The end of the day, 248 Republican seats, which, by the way, will be the most Republicans the House has had since 1931. That's what wokeism has done for the Republican Party. Now let's look at uh, governor races. There are 50 governors, as you know, in uh, the United States, and um, I'm thinking 33 of them will be Republican after Tuesday, uh, I think uh, Wisconsin, Michaels is going to win in Wisconsin. Uh, Lake is going to win in Arizona. She is a client of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm, so I do have a bias as it relates to that. We do represent her, and we are filing an appeal at the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals related to the election integrity lawsuit uh, and, and seeking a preliminary injunction regarding electronic voting systems that Carrie Lake is a plaintiff on. And uh, I think she will win there. I think Kemp will win in Georgia. Certainly DeSantis will crush in Florida. And uh, that brings us to Tim Walls and Lee Zeldin. Zeldin out in New York. Can he beat Hochul, the Democrat uh, incumbent in New York? I, you know what? I, I think at the end of the day, not, because New York City is... Just too hard to pull against, but uh, Zeldin's a great candidate. And Tim Walls and Scott Jensen, you better get out there to vote. Can't predict that one. It is awfully close. But we are going to retire Keith Ellison once and for all. And we're going to have a Republican auditor as well. Oh, yeah. So get out and vote. Nothing taken for granted. And bring your friends, too. 
Next week, we'll do a recap. Until then, thanks for joining us on the Victory Hour, and have a great week. For more information, go to ParkerDK.com. Until next time, he leaves you with these words from Winston Churchill. All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. I grew up in Gary, Indiana, one of the poorest cities in the nation. My parents decided to move to Minnesota to find better opportunities, and Minnesota was able to provide them. I want everyone in the state of Minnesota to have the same opportunities we were given. And that's why I'm running for Minnesota State Senate. My name is Jim Bean III. I am a father. I am a husband. I am a community member. And I am an advocate and voice for everyday Minnesotans. Prepared and paid for by the committee to elect Jim Bean III. Need new windows but don't want to sit through long, high-pressure sales calls? I get it. What if I told you you could get competitive quotes from three contractors after one short meeting with me on any window brand? And it's all free. Visit my three quotes online. That's my three quotes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.